you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Wow. Who'd have thought we'd meet back here this weekend and the Houston Texans would be capable of going 3-0 this preseason? Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it is only preseason, and I agree with you. You know, usually when I talk about preseason games and how unimportant they really are, I just say something like, does anybody remember what the Texans' record was in the preseason last year? And of course, nobody does. But I can't say that this year because the NFL didn't play any preseason games last year. You remember, due to the pandemic? And trying to go back two years to make that point would be even more of a stretch because most of us can't remember what the regular season record was two years ago. So it's kind of a useless exercise. But still, the idea is valid. I mean, by the time this regular season begins, nobody's going to care what the preseason record was. But you got to admit, it's still encouraging to see the Texans play with some enthusiasm for a change. I guess more importantly, some success. You know, so many people in the media have written off this team. I've even heard some of the local sports talk idiots talk about how David Culley won't last three years in the job. And heck, the poor guy has yet to coach his first regular season game. How these so-called experts can be so sure that anybody's unqualified to be an NFL coach before he's even coached a down of a regular season game is just beyond me. I know they have a really high opinion of their own opinion, but how do they know whether a guy can do the job or not? What makes them an expert in the first place? What have they done that makes them the all-knowing Wizard of Oz? I gotta admit, it kind of honks me off. Now, I certainly don't pretend to be an expert on football, but I don't think some of these sports talk hosts and sports columnists in the newspaper, they're not experts either. They're just like all the rest of us. They've got opinions, but their opinions aren't any better than yours or mine. Besides, opinions are like armpits. We've all got them, and most of them stink. <laughs> Boy, I cleaned that up, didn't I? Anyway, back to the Texans. For me, the brightest spot in both games so far has been the pass rush, and that's basically because the pass rush was just so dreadful last year. I mean, from the very first snap of the ball, the Texans were in the quarterback's face. I never expected that, especially since J.J. Watt now plays in the desert with DeAndre Hopkins. And candidly, that's a situation I'm still having a hard time with. I don't know if I'm more frustrated with Bill O'Brien for doing that or if I'm more frustrated with the Texans for letting Bill O'Brien do that. At any rate, losing J.J. Watt convinced me the Texans' pass rush was going to be hideous, and it's not. If anything, it's improved. That's nothing short of miraculous. Yeah, it's all about Lovey Smith. And I can't help but wonder if J.J.'s looking back at Houston and kind of wishing he'd stuck around to play for the beard. I've heard enough real football experts, as in football coaches, they insist the best way to improve the play of your defensive backfield is an effective pass rush. And if that's true, Lovey Smith has proven it so far, because just look at all the takeaways the DBs are getting. Yeah, Lovey Smith looks like a genuine genius, and I know it may not last, but he's sure making fools out of some of those blowhard sports experts, and I just love that. On the other hand, the offense has a long way to go, doesn't it? So let's hope for some improvement against the Brady Bunch this week. Okay, I've indulged myself with enough football talk for one segment, but you can be sure we'll talk about it some more with my old H&H &H show radio partner Fred Olson in the last segment. So just be patient with me, okay? <laughs> Today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, I want to share a story with you about the grill guys. You may remember that we featured the owner Tony Thomas on last week's show. And you may also recall that I ended the interview by begging him to come out and clean my Weber Genesis for me. Well, you won't be surprised to hear that he did, or one of his top grill techs did. Anyway, Julio. 
First of all, the grill guy sent me at least a couple of email reminders leading up to the day we scheduled for him to come out and do the work, so I didn't forget. Then Julio arrived at precisely the appointed time, but I was busy doing something else, so I just showed him the grill and he went to work. I asked if he needed me to stick around, and he said, nope, go on about your business, I'll take care of everything. And that's exactly what he did. I finished up what I was doing as quickly as I could, and I walked back outside, I think it was about 15 or 20 minutes later, and my grill was in pieces on the patio. I was determined to make some time to watch Julio work so I could share what he did with you. But if I'd waited much longer, he would have been finished and moving on to the next job. The first thing I noted was that Julio had a small, narrow folding table that he used to clean the different parts he'd removed from the grill. That's a really good starting point because he rarely hunched over or squatted down while he was doing the work. So get a table. Believe me, your back will thank you for that little piece of advice. Then I noticed that all the parts he had taken out of the grill were things he could remove without a tool of any kind. The grates, the flavorizer bars, the drip pan, the grease trap, all that kind of stuff. He never disconnected the burner tubes at all. In fact, the flavorizer bars protected the burner tubes so effectively that they didn't need anything more than just a little brush to dust off some errant ashes here and there. But that was the easy part. When I walked out into the backyard, Julio was using some kind of grinder or drill with a wheel brush attachment to remove the rust from the grates, the flavorizer bars, the drip pan, the grease trap. This was what I found so difficult to do the last time I tried to do the job myself. Of course, grease drips down inside the well of the grill and it settles on all those parts. If you don't clean that junk off every few months, it's going to dry in place, kind of like a barnacle on the bottom of a boat. I tried to soak all those parts in hot soapy water to get those dried on grease deposits off, but that didn't work at all. Julio was literally grinding it off, and that was much more effective. To hit the smaller crevices, he used an industrial-strength steel wool pad that he said I could find in a hardware store. Then he rinsed everything with a water hose. Next, he used a sand sponge to polish all those parts and washed everything off again. He even used Barkeeper's Friend and Easy Off Oven and Grill Cleaner to help with all that. Inside the well of the grill, he used a shop vac to get all the ash buildup. Then he went back over every surface with the industrial strength steel wool pad to get in the tight corners and grooves. He also used a couple of heavy-duty scrapers on tough spots. After that, he replaced all the parts, and he even checked the igniter and replaced it. In fact, he checked all the working parts to make sure they didn't need to be replaced, and if they did, he had all the parts in his service vehicle. When the grill was completely reassembled, he started cleaning the outside. I was shocked to see him use an SOS pad on the stainless steel lid. I'd used stainless steel cleaner and met with little success, but Julio didn't hesitate to scrub the stainless steel with the SOS pad. He just warned me, be sure to rub in the direction of the lines, otherwise it would scratch the finish. Again, he washed it down with a water hose when he was finished, and he let it dry thoroughly. When he knew it was completely dry, he applied a coat of WD-40 to the stainless steel lid. I was amazed again. Clearly, it doesn't take much to amaze me. <laughs> but I never would have thought to use WD-40. Oh yeah, sure, Dad always told me, WD-40 will fix just about anything. But I had no idea it would work so well on stainless steel. It absolutely made the grill look like brand new. No kidding, brand new. Finally, Julio used a fire stick to light the burner tubes, because they were still moist from being hosed down, and he let them all burn with the lid closed for about five or ten minutes to dry everything out inside. And pfft, he was gone. I mean, it took him less than two hours, and my Weber Genesis looked just like it did the day they delivered it to me from the store. So if you don't want to do all that sweaty work yourself, just remember the name. The Grill Guys. They are the best. Oh, and ask for Julio. and Tell him I sent you. But today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, we're going to talk about a lot more than just cleaning our grills. We're going to talk about using our grills. Plus... 
I want to spend some time talking with our friends from Boyd's One Stop in the Belleville Meat Market. You know, when it comes to buying the right cuts of meat or seafood, the guys at Boyd's One Stop and the Belleville Meat Market, I guess they really are the all-knowing wizards of Oz, aren't they? So let's crank up the grills, okay? The weekend's started and the meat's awake. Oh, and ignore that man behind the curtain. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. 
This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. It's always fun to talk to one of the biggest characters in Houston. It's Texas City Dave Fremont of Boyd's One Stop at the base of the Texas City Dyke. How you doing, my brother? Hello, Randy. I'm doing just fine. And whenever you describe me, you always use the word big and <laughs> real big. And the biggest, here's the biggest. <laughs> bigger than life, Dave. That's what you are. You're bigger than life. <laughs> my, my, my granddaughter is, uh, she's uh, 19 years old now. Just an unbelievably, uh, how, just unbelievable how fast time has, has gone by with that, that little girl. She's my fishing partner and everything. But I think about big and me being big and all that stuff. But when she was just a little critter, I mean, she probably wasn't more than about four. But we were at the uh, Houston Zoo, and, and we're, we're walking down some section of the zoo, and there's some concrete. And it's getting a little late in the afternoon, and there's some shadows being cast and stuff. And so my wife and uh, and I and little Casey are walking, and, and she stops, and she looks down, and she points at our shadows. And she says, look, Danny, huge, medium, and small. <laughs> I mean, she didn't go with, hey, large, medium, and small, or, you know, <laughs> not even jumbo, medium, and small. She went with huge, medium, and small. So, it is what it is. So, you're not just bigger than life, you're huger than life. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But I, I'll tell you what, at my age, I'm, I'm glad to be anywhere. I'm glad to be here with you right now. And yeah. and uh, it's just another, another day. Here we are, still... Uh, Still in the throes of August, and but it won't be long if things are going to cool down. But it's been hot as yeah. heck on the Texas City Dock. It has, yeah. But you said that you went out this morning and tried to fish, and it was just too hot, right? Well, you know, I, I like to use little old lures, uh, little old plastic lures and stuff, and I'd put them on the hook and, and go to make a cast, and they just start melting off <laughs> the hook, you know. That's how hot it was. So it didn't take long for me to make a beeline back into the air conditioning, and uh, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch. No wonder I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> well, Boyd's One Stop was originally a bait shop. Uh, you got a lot of systems in place to keep the live bait alive, uh, how do you do that, Dave, especially in the heat of August? I got to tell you that sometimes it's very difficult. You know, we keep, uh, we keep in stock, uh, the best we can live shrimp, uh, uh, live, uh, bait croaker and live finger mullet and live mud minnows. Uh, and uh, some of it is seasonal. Some of it's a little harder to get than other times. Croaker, for example, or a, or a spring and summer bait. But you don't uh, find those in the winter. They, they are they're not in the area to be able to catch. But when the water gets really, really hot, we have to uh, do a lot of things. We've got some chillers actually that that helps uh, control the temperature of the water in our bait tanks. And we also have a line that runs all the way from Boyd's One Stop underneath the seawall or the levee system into the bay. But it's in a shallow area, so that water gets kind of hot, too. So we have to condition the water when we can. And then sometimes uh, it's just really hard to get live bait for that simple reason that the water gets so hot in the nearby estuaries and bay that a lot of the bait will move out into the deeper, cooler water, and it's harder to get. But that's the way we do it, Randy. Well, what are most fishermen and fisherwomen trying to catch this time of year? Yeah, you better say fisher women too, and fisher folks if you need to cover everything. Um, <laughs> but we've, there's a lot of outstanding uh, uh, ladies that that fish and come down to the store. And I mean, I, when I run my flounder tournament and, and such, uh, they're in the running uh, year in and year out. So this is terrific. This time of year, early in the morning, late in the evening, when you've got a few hours at those windows of opportunity where you don't melt. Uh, you'll catch some, you will catch some flounder and you'll catch a speckled trout. Speckled trout is the, the prized fish for, uh, this time of year. And, and in this area, the top three favorite fish are speckled trout, flounder, and redfish. And all three of those are around here during the summer and they can be caught. Well, let's take redfish as an example. Everybody loves redfish these days. Give us a recipe that you especially enjoy for redfish. You know, you and I have talked about this a lot about, 
me and, and uh, I'm easy to please when it comes to seafood and I've, I haven't found many ways that I really haven't enjoyed it but I just love fried fish and I, if I can take any good sized uh, uh, speckled trout redfish or flounder you can take a redfish and do lots of things with those if, uh, you can just you can just scale them and, and uh, remove the guts and you can uh, bake them and broil them whole but here again I like to fillet them and I like to fry them and, and cut them up into, you know, four or five inch pieces and, and fry them nice and crispy. And uh, you just can't beat it. You know, the, uh, there's a lot of little uh, shakes, uh, seasonings and such. I know Zatarain's is a good one. Um, there, there's several on the market. Once you get down in that aisle there where all, all that stuff is, or just about anything you grab off the shelf. If you like the Cajun seasoning, you can use that. Just so easy. You just make you an egg wash, put your filet in it, uh, put it in that meal. If you really want it thick, and you can do it again. But I like just a single dredge and a single um, dip into that mix and then go right into that uh, 350, 375 degree, either peanut oil or or a good a good oil and fry it up that way, Randy. I mean, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> well, August is National Catfish Month, but the conventional wisdom is that the best time to catch catfish in August is late at night. Has that been your experience, Dave? Well, you know, uh, we're right on the coast, and and so uh, we have to make our way up in inland to find some fresh water to be able to get the freshwater catfish but it's the same old story it's so hot in the summer that the best time to fish is in the early morning late in the evening or during during the night and a lot of catfish are caught at night you know up around the reservoirs and such and that in the area up where you live and uh, around the bios up there a lot of people will will fish at night for catfish here our catfish are saltwater um we've got the dreaded hardhead catfish which they don't get very big and uh, but they're they're thick in the area so people catch a lot of them they've got some pretty dangerous spines on them that if you get stuck they really hurt mm-hmm. uh but we also have the gaff top catfish and they get much larger and i'll tell you right now that i'll take a gaff top catfish and i'll clean that rascal and cook it up and i can't tell any difference between that and a regular catfish well i'm not much of a fisherman as you well know dave there are many times i've come away from a day of fishing with an empty stringer so boys one stop has fresh seafood market where you can buy some really hearty looking cuts of fish that you can take home for dinner. I'm not too proud to say, well, I just caught this. (laughs) (laughs) So what can we find in the fresh seafood market at Boyd's right now? Well, and and we, we really, uh, our showcase is shrimp. And today, I think this, in this week, we'll have some specials on the nine, 12 count. That's nine to 12 to a pound with the heads on. Those are big shrimp the ones that we sell the most for uh, on the seafood side for, for cooking. And then they'll, they'll drop down and get smaller and smaller down to where whatever folks want. If they want to have uh, cooked gumbo and, and uh, etouffee and, and dishes like that, then you'd use a smaller shrimp. They're not as expensive. And then, of course, when you're uh, serving up something, you don't want to just have a big old bunch of the big shrimp in there you want to have a, a nice mix of smaller shrimp where when you take a bite you'll have some shrimp with it um but shrimp is our main thing but but we'll we'll also have we probably still might have a, a half a gallon or so of oysters uh but uh most of that is passed on by and it, it'll be back again uh this fall the, the oysters will get more of them again and then on occasion we will have some uh, we will have some catfish for sale we'll buy some um and sometimes we get some from Louisiana. but uh for the most part for boys one stop when you're looking for shrimp we got you covered. Well, I'm going to have a hard time convincing my wife that I caught that shrimp myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll come get some anyway because I know it's good. This has been Dave Fremont of Boyd's One Stop at the base of the Texas City Dyke. So how do we get there, Dave? Well, just come on down Interstate 45 South if you're up in Houston. If you're south of us, we'll go up 45 North and take the Texas City exit and just keep heading eastbound until you can't go any further. You'll be on Bay Street, and we're right off Bay Street. You'll see us right there. And uh, 
just chomping at the bit to see you fine folks. And Randy, stay cool, my brother. Well, I was going to say that to you and give our best to Jason and all the gang at Boyd's One Stop, okay? We'll do it. Thank you, sir. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoking hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Haynes to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. Hey, it's time to talk to our dear friend Greg Burlock. How are you doing, my man? I am great, Randy. I'm just uh, excited to be back on the air. How are you? 
Well, doing well. To identify Greg to our audience, Greg is our executive producer here on the show. Plus, he's our favorite foodie, and he's a delightfully diehard fighting Texas Aggie, as Dave South used to say on the radio for years. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to the food talk, let's talk a little college football, Greg. Your Aggies were number six in one of the preseason polls. It seems like there's a thousand different preseason polls. So what are your expectations for A&M? I am so excited about this year's uh, season been waiting on it. I knew it was going to take a while for Jimbo to build his uh, his program, and I'm excited. It's just I think we're going to make the uh, the playoffs this year. Ooh. Yeah, I really do. I think we've got uh, like nine out of eleven returning starters on defense, which was our our uh, you know foundation. I guess would be the great, and uh, we've got a couple of new quarterbacks. So uh, we'll see. I mean. Um, I'm excited. How about TCU? How do you think they're going to do? Oh, I think they're going to be pretty uh, salty, especially on defense. The key for us, I guess the key for everybody is, will the offensive line come together? But you know, I think A&M has kind of turned the corner in the SEC. Your major hurdles are both named LSU and Alabama. That's it. And I don't think LSU has solved its post-Joe Burrow quarterback problem, but I don't think A&M has solved its post-Kellen Mond problem either. How do you see it? Yeah, um, the good news is we've got two young kids that they haven't played very much, but uh, Haynes King, his dad was a, was a high school coach and he won state. So he's got a pretty good pedigree. And, um, and in fairness to LSU, they had a very disappointing year because they're always traditionally you know, have, have a great team, but you know, they lost both coordinators and their Heisman trophy quarterback all in one year. Plus, I don't know about 82 gazillion players to the NFL. So that'll, <laughs> that'll do it. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. So, uh, the, the good news is that, that for A&M, we actually have some non-conference games to, to kind of get into playing shape before you start playing some of these heavyweights. So, I'm expecting a great year. We've, we've already got our tickets for the Alabama game. I know you guys can't wait to get another shot at UT whenever they join the SEC. Uh, but another proud Aggie is Jared Poffenberger over at the Belleville Meat Market. And Greg is actually here today to serve as their spokesman. So give us some insight into what's going on over at the world's finest meat market. Let me tell you, they are excited. They're so looking forward to hunting season. They're already staffing up. They're bringing in new employees. Uh, that new processing center across the street is just going to be humming with activity. Well, the Belleville Meat Market has very carefully laid out the street right in front of the wild game processing plant, and it makes it easier for their customers to just drive up and drop off their trophies. Talk about that for a minute. They've got three full lanes to make it easy. You know, a lot of processing centers, meat markets, things like that, you might end up having to park out on the street, you know, two blocks away. And uh, so when Jared and Marcus and, and Dan, their dad, started laying out the, the new processing center, they said, we're going to make it very, very easy. And they realized that you may have driven quite a good distance to get to Belleville from the Hill Country or West Texas or things like that. So they have a great bathroom that you can uh, uh, freshen up in after a long trip while you're waiting in line. And then uh, right there at the front door, they'll take your order. And, and uh, about five feet away is a refrigerated section to immediately keep that meat cold. Now, let's jump into some of the different kinds of wild game. Teal season starts September 12th. What do the folks at the wild game processing plant do with teal? You know, that's a good question. Usually teal, teal are, are the smallest of the ducks. And I don't know, I, you could probably turn those into sausage if you wanted to. But um, uh, you're probably not going to process it. It's probably either an animal. But if you do process birds... Uh, with Canadian geese or speckled geese uh, toward the uh, beginning and the end of the season, there's some pretty liberal limits. And uh, I've, I've, I know people that will actually go and turn that into sausage. Now, that's just the beginning of fowl season. Quail season starts October 31st. I would imagine that makes Halloween kind of especially frightening for the quail. <laughs> Does the wild game processing plant at the Belleville Meat Market handle quail in much the same way as it does teal? 
Well, it yeah, uh, and in fact, if you wanted to buy some farm-raised quail, uh, you can always order them through Belleville Meat Market. Wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, quail are funny. I have a friend of mine that says that quail are definitely a gift from God because your friends will give you money. They'll even loan your car, but they will not give you quail. So, uh, <laughs> just not going to, just not going to do it. So, uh, quail are my absolute favorite. Have, have you ever been quail hunting, Randy? I have not, but I have eaten quail, bacon wrapped quail, and it was absolutely delicious. What's your favorite recipe for quail, Greg? The best, the literally the best meal I've ever had in my life is my my brother was a dentist in South Texas for the public health service, and his neighbors had access to over 10,000 acres of land. And we, we uh, uh, went quail hunting, and uh, we stopped at, a, at one of the ranch houses out in the outback that uh, didn't have water, didn't have electricity. And uh, so we took water and washed down the birds after we had cleaned them. And out from Lalo's uh, uh, truck, the, the back of the seat, <laughs> there's some salt and pepper, and we roasted quail over a twig fire. Mm. And I got to tell you, it was the most delicious thing that I've ever had. So just wild quail just have this incredible flavor. They're not gamey at all. Um, just uh, cooked them until the juices ran clear. And then we sat there and 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 uh, ate them with our fingers, and boy, was it ever good! <laughs> it really wasn't a haute cuisine, but uh, <laughs> I've never had a, a better meal. And duck season and deer season, of course, are the big ones, but they're quite a few weeks away. But we do want to talk about how the wild game processing plan at the Belleville Meat Market is superior to other processors. So lay that out for us. Okay. Uh, the Poffin burgers take just extreme care and cleanliness and, and they have a USDA meat inspector there on site and things like that. Um, but they, they don't mix the wild game processing area with the, uh, cattle and beef and lamb and all of that. So it's a, it's a dedicated wild game processing. And what's important is that they do this year round. So with, with wild hogs and, and exotic deer like axis deer and things like that. There's things to process all year long where a, a lot of processors will, will process for 90 days and then shut down. The Poffenbergers take this seriously and they're, they process all year long. They have a computer tracking system and your order is processed individually. They like to say your meat, your way. There's over 80,000 different possibilities that you could uh, put different seasonings and different ratios and different ingredients. Uh, so you can absolutely create your own taste um, if you like. And it's all uh, tracked year to year. So if you had some that you really liked, but you wanted to tweak it the next year, they have your exact settings in the computer. Um, they package uh, all of the pr processed uh, sausage and, and roast and things like that in butcher paper and in heavy uh, uh, mill plastics. So uh, we've had an, uh, several lengths of sausage that somehow got tucked behind something in the freezer, and it was well over a year. And there absolutely was no hint of freezer burn. Uh, so they spend a lot of time on the little details. Um, one of my favorites is that if for ground meat, um, the hamburger meat and, and chili, uh, they'll process into flat patties. And it makes it so easy to stack those in the freezer. You don't have to worry uh, about something tumbling out of the freezer and, and breaking the tile in front of your, your, your refrigerator there. So there's so many things that they do differently. So tell us how to get to the Belleville Meat Market's Wild Game Processing Plant, Greg. Just exit off 290 or I-10, whichever one you're on, and then follow the signs to Belleville. And it's about a 15-minute drive from each one of those locations. And what's their website? BellevilleMeatMarket.com This has been Greg Burlocker. He's spokesman for the Belleville Meat Market. He's our executive producer here on the show. He's our favorite foodie. And he's our token fighting Texas Aggie. <laughs> Give us a whoop, Greg. Whoop. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. 
Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself. And you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. It's time for my buddy, my Hudson and Arrogant buddy. It's Fred Olson. Good to talk to you, pal. Well, it's good to talk to you, too. I'm in the parking lot of Walmart, which is one of my favorite places. (laughs) Well, I said this to you in a text message last Saturday night. Is there any better feeling in the world than beating Jarrah's boys? I mean, when Houston beats Dallas at anything, I'm a happy camper. How about you? Well, especially uh, their first-string offensive line or their first-string defensive line, you know, a lot of things we didn't do. We, we were what 0 for 10 and, and uh, third downs. 
But that defense, man, that was fun to watch. And I, and I would love to be the person to eat crow about this team because I've, I've thought nothing but uh, just horrific things. But I'll tell you what, the culture is different. It's different change. And and um, it just, you know, it's neat to see. We, we got used to mediocrity. Yep. Which is, I did. And to see all these guys struggling because they want a paycheck, man. They got a lot to prove. So it, it's, it's really cool to see people go out there and hump it. And uh, when they said that uh, they were bringing in a lot of competition, they weren't kidding. Well, I felt kind of bad because I hadn't really checked to see if you were actually watching the game live. And as it turned out, you weren't. So I was concerned that I'd spoiled it for you when I told you we won. No, beating the Cowboys, you can never spoil me by telling it. Yeah. <laughs> I still watch the game. <laughs> and then the next day, you watched the playback of the game and you said, who are these guys? I remember that distinctly. With, uh, apologies to Newman and Redford and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. But who are these guys was a reasonable question because they did surprise the heck out of me. Again. I mean, I expected them to crash back to earth after they, you know, cold cocked the Packers. But they really don't look like the worst team in the league, d despite what everybody else said. Well, we may not score a lot of points, but the defense is going to be fun to watch. Because, yeah, again, 0 for 10 on third down. Every time, and I knew that happened, so I'm watching going, I can't believe they can't get this one yard, or I can't believe they get those two or three yards. And Well, they either, they either made it on first down, second down, or fourth down. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and look, I realize it's only two preseason games, but still, most of the so-called experts, whoever they are, they're, they're continuing to say that they're going to be tragically bad. So I guess I shouldn't get too excited. How do you feel about that, Fred? Well, uh, we want those big draft picks in the future. And, uh, so yeah, you know what? I, I, I've, I've been trashing them so much that uh, if they won four or five games, I think that'd be a big deal, uh, considering, well, and you know, who knows? We always think the other teams are always going to be that much better, but again, you know, they're, they're one hit away from, uh, mediocrity as well. So it's fun. Hope springs eternal. You know, I'm usually eternally positive. Yeah. And that irritates people, but, uh, <laughs> not me, <laughs> but, but I, I like to see it just, I nice see a light, a shining light of competitiveness and, and, and teamwork and, um, and fun about the game. They're having fun. I mean, you know, win or lose, they're having a good time. Well, so are you still hoping that they play really badly and get the overall number one draft pick next spring or not? Well, let's see. You know, everybody's on pretty much a one-year contract anyway. So if they play really, really good, we may have to fight to keep them. So I just don't think that they're going to – they're not certainly not going to the Super Bowl. I don't want to break anybody's heart with this, but I just don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. No. Um, <laughs> but if they won four, four or five games, and the Jets will be the Jets, you know. So, so we get the number two pick instead of the number one. You know, so what? Yeah. Well, let's start with the good news. Obviously, this is not going to be the same defense. Now, how good they'll ultimately turn out to be remains to be seen. But at the very least, they're going to be a lot more aggressive. Now, they may not be a whole lot more competitive, but they're going to be a lot more aggressive. So what were you most encouraged by? Uh, the fact that there was always somebody around the ball. Yeah. Almost always somebody on the ball within the time it was either, uh, or the, hence the interception, the tips. Um, I mean, Lovey Smith is really doing a great job. That's why they're featuring him during all most of the camera shots. Yeah. He just looks like he looks like Gandalf the Gray of the NFL. He just is <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that's a, encouraging to see that there's already always somebody around the ball. Nobody's given up on plays. I don't see people, you know, sucking wind. Um, just just fun. It looks like they're they're having a good time. And uh, as far as the quarterback position, we know Tyrod is going to be it or Tyrod. But behind that, it gets a little little shaky. Well, I must admit that Terod was kind of disappointing for me. I, I expected big things out of him. He went, what, four for four in the Green Bay game? And, and then he just didn't look as sharp. How about you? Well, you know, I'm looking more at the rookies because they're not playing Terod very much. What is a series or two? And that's kind of it. Yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, that he's, he's going to be ready to go. But, you know, he's got, he's got a great resume. He really does. And he's got a lot to prove, and uh, he wants a big contract. He wants to stick around. So, But, you know, when I was saying earlier about a, a backup that doesn't look that good, well, how many teams have great backups? Yeah. I mean, how many really do that can do more than just hand off the ball uh, or run a wildcat? You know, so we'll be okay. It'll, it'll be fun to watch, and I'm actually looking forward to it. I was trying to find another team to watch this year, 
and because I was so well, I was upset. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but hey, you know, obviously they're in that position for a reason. That's why I'm a spectator and I'm sitting on the couch. Well, what did you think of Davis Mills? I thought he looked pretty good. You know, you know, like I said to you in that same text was, if you look at the pundits, uh, we lost. Hmm. Yeah. You know, if if you look at the people who are just doom and gloom all the time, and and I get it. You know, they they get paid to get you know people clicking on them. The worse the headlines, sometimes the, the more clicks. But I thought even in the first, his very first game, he showed a lot of poise. Now, did he scatter it? Did yeah? Because what do you expect? You know, it's all another level. But yeah, he's. I mean, he he's got the huddle. You look at him, and he he's not like. I don't see a deer in the headlights. Look, he's an intelligent kid. You know, he doesn't have a lot of experience, but other than that, he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, overall, I just can't help but believe that these guys are going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Even if they don't win a whole lot of games, they're going to be fun to watch. And so as such, I'm greatly encouraged and I can't wait for the regular season to start. Yeah, me too. You know, the guys like Desmond King, I mean, that not just the punt return, but he's a defensive back, right? Yep. And you look at what he did at Iowa. I mean, it's just, there are some gems in there that have been booted out by other teams or younger players or whatever, who, again, have a lot to prove. And, and this is the place to do it, man. And because you know why it's fun? Because we got nothing to lose. Yep. That's right. Really? You mentioned the defensive backfield. What about that Lonnie Johnson Jr.? And I'm not just talking about the pick six. He broke up a couple of passes. He looked really good. Yeah, they're playing his defense, and he's and I think that um, Lovey has the guys like Desmond King who can do sideline to sideline and really move and hit. I mean, they can really hit, and they're playing his system with the guys I guess he's really happy with and satisfied with because obviously they're, they're they're fun to watch. They're good to watch. I mean, not that the Cowboys are world beaters, no, but they, they handled their first team offensive line really well. We just need to move the ball, yeah, and we'll be fun to watch. Well, I know I'm a TCU homer and all that, but doesn't Ross Blacklock look like a different player? I bet he's lost 50 pounds. Yeah, he does look good. What's the other? We got another TCU kid on there. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, uh, Garrett Wallow. He's a linebacker. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. And he didn't get in until the fourth quarter or so. But he he uh, he got a, he got a spotlight on him. He was actually not one of those invisible guys. So. So that was good. I said, oh, TCU, Randy's happy. (laughs) Yes, I was. But I was mostly happy that we beat the Cowboys. Uh, A quick reference, last week on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, you and I talked about the Texans for the entire segment. We never got around to our featured guest, the Grill Guys. Uh, Do you need any grills cleaned out? Because I got Julio in the backyard right now (laughs) cleaning out my Weber Genesis, and he's doing a great job. You know, it's it's not always fun. I don't mind because I live in the country. I got I got a lot of other things to do, but I got time for that. And boy, I'm loving that Weber. I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, it's, if you can hire someone to come and do it, and at a fair price and get it done, that do it. But you got to really be diligent about that because I've had one grease fire too many. Ooh. And because uh, no way you forget, you go. Wait a minute, that's uh, that flame is is not the normal flame, and. Um, <laughs> And the smoke coming out is not the normal color. It's black. So. <laughs> well, Tony Thomas is the owner and the operator of the grill guys. And like I say, Julio's out there cleaning mine right now because I'm too old to fight the heat of August to get that done. You know what I mean? You know, I'll do it as long as I can until I can't do it no more. <laughs> and I'm going to hire some youngster to come out and do it for me. Well, time has run out on us just like it did on the Cowboys last weekend. Not that I'm obsessing about that, but wasn't that fun? Yeah. Let's just hope they can do it against the Fighting Bradys this weekend. I love you, man. Talk soon. (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up for me?